There is most definitely a very important reason why you are here. Here meaning, of course, in this room. Here also meaning in this life. Also meaning in this lifetime. So here, present in this room, having this particular life in this particular lifetime. I'm not stating this to sound overly romantic or to create a dialogue around a mystical experience. Rather, I want to connect to the real truth of that, the reality of it. There is a very clear distinction between a higher formed calling that exists within every one of us and a, a lower formed calling. And it seems that the objective is to develop ourselves and gain the ability to follow that higher formed calling. If we can agree that there's a very significant reason why you're here, then a part of that truth is no matter what path you follow, it is actually the correct one. But within that choice, there is that which is more in line to the authenticity of this concept of self. Self is relating to the experience of feeling whole and complete, balanced. And within this whole and complete state, all of one's relationships, so the relationship that we have with the parts that make up who we are. So that means your physical body, the energy of your body, your mind, including thought, emotion, personality. And the relationships that we have outside of the experiencer. So that's now relating to the people directly around you. It seems as though that the choice between a higher formed connection that we can follow versus a lower formed connection that sometimes we follow is measured in the, the harmonious balance that we experience. Which I feel has a lot of validity within its simplicity as being an opportunity to communicate with you, to connect on a real-time level, to begin to cultivate something that has been talked about for a very long time, for thousands and thousands and thousands of years, which is discernment. So somehow we have been given the choice and opportunity of free will. Within that, ultimately, it is a very elaborate choose-your-own-adventure with direction. 
within that there is an, an optimized line just like anything else that we see in nature. There's an optimized path. If one so chooses, if one is resonating with that, then we want to cultivate an ability to follow it. Working backwards from that choice, we then gain the opportunity to see, well, what stands in our way? What is that weakened mechanism of wholeness that has slipped into a fragmented form and has mistakenly seen it or felt it as being whole and complete? A safety which is not so safe, a false safety experience. And often the alternative of the other, knowing very well logically and even in our heart to choose the other path, would actually be easier. There is an element which doesn't want to. And I believe that this is a known reality for most everyone. And that element which does not want to, which has a, a very convincing language and trusting argument is actually what is considered the work. And I, I, I believe we know this, again, logically from a very practical level. But it's in the position of the individual, but also expanded into the collective. So this weakness is a, a human condition. This fragmentation is shared by all of us. So this is an element as to why it's so easy to fall into it because we have X amount of people around us and across the planet that identify with this false feeling of security as being the absolute and just moving from one floating piece of ice to the next, just jumping, hopping, but never finding the ultimate ability to ground. Or sometimes it's actually just to jump into the space between that floating ice, which is a bit of a shock. Just plunging into it. And begin to observe that everything that was created is actually made up of that in-between space itself. That matter that exists between. And it is a fluid. This is the reality between you and I. There's so much that exists. So this pertains directly to meditation technique. Especially if you've not ever really developed a technique before, this is really worthwhile information. That we're connecting to the space between over top of anything that could manifest for us within the time spent within meditation. As we're closing our eyes. And we can be talking about many aspects of meditation, but one very important part of the meditative experience is the body itself. Because we have 
so much ability within it to move it. And every time we move just a pinky finger or an earlobe or a shoulder, it actually connects throughout the entire body. A line of experience, that adjustment which is made, has a significant value to it. And because the body and the mind are so intrinsically connected, these worthwhile, very thought-out adjustments that you're making to the body translates into a spaciousness, into a calmness of the mind. So we want to relate to that. And then strengthen the body within the spaciousness itself. So that ultimately we become comfortable and relaxed within all experiences that come into the field of our observation. What comes into the field of our observation of meditation at the beginning could be a lot, many things. But as we maintain that relationship to the more subtle matter of in-between, meaning we're losing the connection and the thirst to keep going for the already formed pathways of matter, they start to dissolve and become less frequent. But what's really interesting is these patterns of movement that you see within your meditation. If you look closely, you will also notice them in the pattern of movement throughout your day. So when you're in your meditation, your relationship is with yourself and you see thought and emotion moving in these patterns. But then when you're in your day-to-day, your relationship is with the other, external from you, but the same thought-emotion pattern exists. So it becomes very helpful to begin to really observe that as a truth. As a, at the moment, a subjective science for yourself but you can treat that subjective experience very objectively. If we treat the experiences that we have in our day-to-day the same way that we treat our time of meditation, then ultimately we're giving a huge amount of growth. Space for us as the developing body-mind around this new ability. Reminding that this ability is discernment. Choosing that higher-formed path for yourself. The one that you know, which sometimes feels a little bit challenging, but you know that that's the one that's it. This is most definitely the evolution of the individual human being, but also the collective. We want to allow all of the rhythms of the body to be incorporated within the meditative experience. So that means comfort, 
That means the pulse of the heart. That means the flowing fluids within the body. That means the warmth. That means the deep relaxation. So that we consistently have a grounded base, a foothold within the body's ability to connect to the mind, to pull the strings of the mind back into an, a point of observation, response rather than reaction. Do we want to rely on the body to do this within our meditation? And then allow that influence to really take hold throughout the day to day. Any questions so far? Even now as you're sitting, you can notice if the body's not used to sitting in one spot for a prolonged period of time, it may start to feel fatigued. So we want to really honor that and position ourselves in such a way that we're comfortable, but also honoring the fact that we must strengthen. I very much recommend that an individual stays within the realm of the meditative body until you can with absolute confidence say, I can achieve a state of meditative mind through observing the body. And what's really interesting is you're going to notice, because this is what's considered a pratyahara technique, which means this quality of mind which tends to become distractive is bouncing. Even the gaze will feel like it's bouncing. Hard to stay steady in one spot. So because our observation point is our physical body, whatever manifests and gravitates around that observation is free game for dissolving. So it's the byproduct of you looking at the physical body as being a tool for meditation that now all this information is going to start to clear out to the point where there's nothing left. So it's a very easy way of self-development. All we have to do is be willing to just simply be aware and watch, but at the same time let go, not hold on, and maintain gaze into the quality of space found inside the body. So remembering that the byproduct 
that comes through this observation is everything that is now free game for dissolving. Once that occurs, we then start to focus on a more subtle attention, which is the pathway of the breath. Now that the body has been opened, now the body feels free from tension and holding, we can become aware of the openings of the nostrils. And we want to manifest through relaxation, the ability for the sensation which is developed at that tip of the nose to be felt throughout the entire space of the body. This takes attention, this takes focus, studied concentration. Just to simply be with that very subtle experience as it manifests through the whole body. We want it to manifest through the whole body. So we go from the opening of the nose to the passage, to the airway, to the lungs, and then how it expands to the edges of the skin and then back again. So this is now a second formed body rhythm or group of body rhythms that is more subtle than the first. This is why we call it pratyahara. Because now it's bringing the attention, focus, concentration to a new level of subtlety. Which means the mind has an opportunity to, be, to become that much more quiet. Still remembering that now the byproduct from you observing this is going to be something to dissolve. could be big things, it could be little things, it could be something from the past, it could be really anything. But if it's producing for you, we want to let it go. And focus again on the space quality. So the space quality is something that you can see with your eyes closed, it's all that space. You can hear it, it's in between the sound itself, so this unstruck quality of the chord is what we want to put our attention to. It has a taste, it has a smell. We want all the senses to continuously be developing within this realm. being aware of the attitude that we have for ourselves, with ourselves, as we're developing within our meditation. The truth with that is as soon as you close your eyes, this is meditation in action. It's happening. You're on the path. So we don't need to judge anything that happens within that time. If the attitude is strong in judgment, 
we want to observe that with a form of kindness. Because you can observe the language, it's not necessarily you, the authentic self, you who is doing the speaking. So we want to observe that as being part of our ability to dissolve. And how we're going to shift that is through the long-lasting good sation feelings that come through the hormones that are released within your meditation. So that ah feeling that has nothing to do with your thinking, it happens before the thoughts become quiet, that's what we want to hone. This two-day, three-day, four-day, five-day, ten-day good feeling, which then over time starts to influence your thoughts. And because we're looking at the more subtle place within the body-mind connection, we're looking not just at what's happening at this conscious moment, but we're giving opportunity to inform the activity of our subconscious. So that underneath place, where all of a sudden something feels like it's coming out of nowhere, but it's actually connecting from a very deep place. From the subconscious to the conscious. And this is an ideal influence, because then these very purposeful thoughts that come up, that you recognize as being your language, who you are, now start to form an ability to be on your side. So how you feel in your sensitivity, in your heart, is actually has a matching thought picture. And the core of how we feel of ourselves, how we believe within ourselves, is shifting for the positive. Now this is through breath and the space of the body. We haven't even gotten to the mind yet. So my encouragement, my suggestion is that you just really focus on first body and let all that beautiful chemicals release serotonin and all the rest decreasing the cortisol and allow that sensation to be picked up by the rhythm of your breathing your breathing is fascinatingly intelligent how it orchestrates through the ask of the physical body to align itself notice how you're breathing now where the placement of your tongue is, the organization of your soft palate. Within the passage itself, within the nasal passage itself, your shoulders, your chest, to pull in a very specific breathing. Now as we align ourselves to that good sensation of the body, and how it circulates through the breath, can we become even more aligned? The threads as are moving through the body, we just want to keep matching the alignment of our physical structure to the alignment of the energy which exists within the breathing. And then it will just begin to magnify over time.
these two things we do 24-7. That's why we want to build in to the biology of the body these points of engagement for your meditation. Comfort, you're always looking for that. Rhythm of your heart, heart pulsing through the body, it's 24-7. The flowing fluid, 24-7. Warmth, 24-7. Relaxation, 24-7. So these become the points which engage you in your meditative experience. Likewise with your breathing. We want to familiarize ourselves with the pathway that the breath takes. From the opening, through the passage, airway, expansion, and then back again. It may sound simple, but this is the ancient way of getting to know everything. Getting to know everything is a, a literal. All the mysteries and secrets of mind, mysticism, community, civilization, the stars. And the how is through the quantum fields. These are the ether planes, which are multi-dimensioned which have higher and higher and higher rungs of frequency. And within these rungs of frequency, within the ether planes, there's encoded information. The space between you and I is filled with all this information. From the entire universe, which sometimes we kind of look at and it's like, wow, that's too big. But we actually are a part of a universe, so we are... We have that. All of these very dynamic ways to solve challenges within our day-to-day -day exist right here in the space in front of us, and we breathe it in. And then we align ourselves to that solution, and then we want to create consistency with it. This is the ancient way of doing it, which is yet to go out of fashion. Meditation is more known now on a global level and accepted than ever, I believe. We want environment of body to be poised and ready to receive the energy that the breath provides. You don't have to do anything special, just simply strengthen the muscles along the vertebrae to hold the spine tall. Strengthen the scapula muscles around your shoulder blades to comfortably create direction to pull the shoulders slightly back. Opening the hips a little bit or sit comfortably so that then you don't even need to worry about it. And then within that, you are connected to your central communication. This is the central communicator. And within meditation, we have always have conscious access to it. We always have conscious access to the central communicator. So this is including the brain, brain stem, spine. And it goes out to the periphery points. 
So we use the the central communicator uses the entire surface of your body to communicate. And this is how mind relates to our physical system. Through that central communicator. But not just mind is relating, but all of these ether quantum planes use this central communicator as the means. So within this knowledge and understanding, the longer game of meditation is to simply clear the mind to the best of your ability each day. Leave the rest for tomorrow, focusing on these two primary things. And then allow yourself to mirror with this clear open mind space, that which existing beyond, the space beyond the questioning mind. Just like we are sitting here in front of each other and we mirror each other, these mirror neurons are firing, the exact same activity occurs between you and these quantum fields, these ether planes. It's teaching us how to create sustained, quality, relaxed space. And then create relationships with newfound heights of energy within the spine. Newfound heights of energy. Which is grounding into the memory of your tissue. Primarily the fascia, which is this mem very important membrane. Just like you have muscle memory, we talk about muscle memory. This is positive memory encoding itself into the tissue that you can recall on, that you start to form the muscular system around, the skeleton is aligning itself with. And you just, every day, enjoy it because it's very enjoyable. To the best of our ability, we want to attain this is being our true reality. So not just conversational pieces and ideals, but actualizing it, which is so very, very possible. This is again uh, the traditions of wisdom, the techniques that they present. That's how it happens. That's how the wise become wise, because they achieve it, they attain it. And everyone has that ability, especially you, because you don't have much worry. You may feel like, oh my gosh, I have so much worry. But the basic food, shelter, clothing is pretty much taken care of, which means that the mind has an ability to observe, think, contemplate about the higher realms of itself. So you are, I know for a fact, you're all in very good standing here. Any other last questions before we get into the meditation? Yes. Hello. How are you? How are you? Uh, could you uh, just expand on 
the body alignment, the word alignment of the body with the breath. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to, I understand what alignment is. Is it the will of the mind speaking to the breath to center itself with the body and follow it as it expands and contracts? Is that what that alignment is? That is an, a part of alignment. The way that I'm framing the alignment is that the mind, the part of the mind which is keeping our experience as the observer is taking the position of the student. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So that element of will that wants to act in a particular way is now position of student. And the student is listening to the body okay. and the sensation which it produces in relation to the strings of breath that come into mm -hmm. the body mm -hmm. to maintain that sensation. Mm -hmm. So maybe correct me if I'm wrong, but as I understand what you explained then, it's allowing um, a surrender of the ego mm -hmm. to follow and let be what is unfolding. Yes, exactly. Okay. Exactly. And that's why it's important for us to really connect to the body in a healthy way and as a, a safe place, not an uncomfortable place, but a safe place. Because the more we do that through the simple developing of a meditation technique such as this, then we are able to observe all aspects of ourselves that the ego would sort of flare up and want to do something about. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now we can just rest and observe it and it just goes by. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Yes. Yes. Here we go. Now the good news is you do not have to sit any particular way other than ask the question, how can I access the spine so that then I can really feel? How can I access the breath so that then I can really feel? Other than that, sit comfortably. The objective is to sit still, of course, which means any movement that you engage with, make it very calculated, slow, purposeful movement and then stay. Move as many times as you feel you need, but really challenge yourself to find the comfort within one seat. So we can start now our meditation within the body. And I'll go through a simple list. And as we move through this list, if there's a point within this list that is challenging for you to connect with, then that's a sign that you should just stay there and spend time relating to this quality of yourself physically. First is body comfort.
body rhythmic pulse. Pulse within the hands, feet. Subtly throughout the whole body. So we become subtle. We have a flowing fluid. It exists all through the body. We can observe a warmth at the center of the tissue. 
we can observe the space of the body in relation to denser form of matter. So it means anything which the body is producing. There is a quality of space that exists right there with it. With our meditation, we want to identify more strongly with the space. Matter, rather than the more dense physical matter. And use your relaxation just to go deeper and deeper into that space.
If it feels natural, allow your observation to move to your breathing. And just notice your natural breath as it moves in and out and passes through the opening. You want to observe this opening in its sensation signature and how it manifests throughout the entire body, filling the space of the body with sensation. In a large sense, your breathing and the sensation which it is supporting is reminding you where you are. We can just very slightly move the skeleton to become more clearly aligned. the sensation that the breath is producing. There's a sensation within the passage. Notice any distinct differences. This is taking you one step deeper into embodiment of your energy field.
into the airway. Just notice the unique sensation signature which is there. We observe the expansion within the lungs and how it moves right all the way through to the edges of the body. And from the edges of the body, moves back towards the center. 
So let's bring full deep breaths into the body. We want to observe the eyes closed, the spaciousness just there. Right there in front of you. The whole body feels it. Your mind's eye sees it. And we want to practice maintaining an environment which is uninterrupted by thought. We're going to work on just stopping that train of thought or putting it off to the side, dissolving it, and maintain the quality of space starting now. Keeping the eyes closed, soften the gaze. Very slowly, gently, we allow the eyes to open. You're free to move the feet just a little bit, but go slow. We want to recognize where we're at. No matter what mind is producing for you, language of, oh, my knee or my hip or whatever it may be, you feel good. If you can agree, highlight that. We sat for about 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good. So for some, maybe that's a new thing. And everyone was amazingly still. So it says a lot. Your meditation exists somewhere within that spectrum of body-breath. One of those points, maybe you couldn't quite connect to or provided so much information for you, and you want to stay there. It's either you're focusing on the developing the meditative body or your meditative breath. One of these two things. And we really want to anchor it in there. The fluid piece is very interesting because we are all fluid inside. We're aquatic, essentially, just beneath the skin. It's really amazing. But the body communicates through that fluid there's an electricity, and it jumps from electricity to a chemical back into electricity. And that split fraction, fraction, fraction of a second of communication into that chemical is really important for us right now. That's the serotonin, the GABA, the DHEA, all of these things, melatonin, that we need to regulate the harmonious balance within us exists within that that chemical base 
that is floating around within the fluid. This is our, our long-lasting shifts. So this ah uh, feeling that you have no matter what, that's exactly what I'm talking about. And we can return back to that through the electricity again and again and again and again throughout the day. Another interesting thing that is happening uh, through conversations with a good friend and practitioner, Nikki, is that uh, we have the limbic system, so this is the emotional center sitting here at the center of the brain. This is the brain stem. When we meditate, we're actually focusing on the frontal cortex. So here's where all this joy, happiness, optimism, all of this stuff is developed here and essentially is wrapping itself around the worrying aspect of the mind the, or, and the brain that's always concerned about something. So we're actually, without even trying, you just sitting here, we are developing this frontal part of the brain to wrap around and protect, connect, help this emotional piece of who we are to realize that it's, it's all okay with very clear... Um, challenge-solving opportunities again and again and again, and it just flows straight down into the central communicator and then out into the memory of the body. So the more we do it, the better it becomes. The more we do it, the better it becomes. The byproduct of the mind becoming quiet is exactly that. It's a byproduct of what we're doing first with the physical aspects of our practice of meditation with the body. Okay. So I'll see you all next week, maybe. I'm here, so if you're here, I'll see you. Thank you. Namaste.